Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Little Green Pasture. I wanted to take a few minutes today to stop into your day or evening, pertaining whenever it is that you will watch this or listen to it. Boy, what a time of year this is, isn't it? I mean, the end of the year has a way that produces all kinds of great thoughts and searchings of heart. I don't know about you. I think you're probably like me. I'm like everybody. You know, regardless of it being a holiday, the end of the year just evokes all kinds of um, just going over things, what the year looked like, what happened, what we gained, what we lost, what we went through. And it's such, to me, it is such a time, if I may use the word sacred, and where I really look every year, like I just said, where I just do a great overview of the year of my life, the year of this world, the year in the lives of those I love and things I'm seeing all around me. And that doesn't take, it's not a one-time thing where I just sit down and for five minutes during some private quiet time, I think of things. No, I will say that the end always produces the fruit. See, there comes a point where the year ends. I know God stands outside of time, but he works in time. He works in our times. David says, my times are in thy hands. David also says in Psalm 139, all the days ordained for me were written in your book before any of them have come to be, before one of them, any of them have come to be. And I believe that something does happen where just like wintertime, everything gets quiet. Trees lose their leaves. The birds hunker down. Bears hibernate. It gets real quiet. And I see that in nature spiritually. How there's spring that comes and everything is blooming and everything is alive and and there the birds are singing and the sun is shining and there's spring rains and there's all these things. And then the fall comes, the spiritual fall. And then the spiritual winter, when all the leaves come off our trees and our trunks are exposed for what we really are, what the end of the year produced. And, you know, I... I had a turbulent, I would think, three nights where I really didn't sleep at all. I tossed and I turned. I felt like my thoughts were everywhere, like a great storm, really. I'm not trying to be uh, corny in any poetic sort of way, but it felt like a real violent storm was going on within me. As, and I, it was in my head, you know, and I was thinking about, you know, people I loved um, that left my life or you know, in death and um, great woundings and uh, great joys and 
what the next year looks like. And then I realized in my humanity, there's this natural inclination of my heart started to race. And I was like, what is next year going to look like? And, and, you know, I, I can say like, I have, I pretty much have a scripture for everything that I can grab onto, but you know, I was, I was under a lot of like this storminess and just in my humanity. And I think that every now and then it's important that I go through that, you know, and I felt as if like branches were being broken off inside and leaves were blowing past me in the middle of the night and torrential winds. And, you know, I was just going over everything and I couldn't even really find the right words to pray. My prayer was all over the place. I felt like I was going down the rapids and I was grabbing onto roots sticking out of the sides of, you know, like how you see, a, you know, of, of the river tree roots sticking out. And I felt like I was like just grabbing onto them. And I was trying to find my way in the Lord. I was trying to find my way in my thoughts to the Lord. And I felt like everything was just torrential around me. So the point I'm making, I'd gone on long enough about that great storm within. After the end of the third night, I just said, I stopped and I grabbed a hold of my own self. And I said, Joni, stop, stop. And I said, Lord, I said, I know you to always have been faithful to me. I have seen you be faithful to so many people in their lives. And your word declares the end from the beginning. You told us the end so that we would not fear. And yes, we're in this fearful world. We're in this, you know, I don't want to even talk about that at this time. I don't want this video to be, there's so many videos out there that you can watch about what's happening with this and what's happening with that. But you know what? I don't want this field notes, this little green pasture to be that place. I want this to be a place where even in my own personal simplicity and my delivery of things, that it just be like that and that I just come to you and and then you guys respond to me in your comments and that we just pour out our hearts to one another and we share Jesus Christ. And all of a sudden, um, I was thinking, so back to what I was thinking, I was thinking about even these field notes. I was like, Lord, I have done so much teaching. I have, I've expounded on so many words. I know your word is searchless. I, it's, uh, it's unsearchable. It's endless. It's without ceasing. And it's from above and all these things. I said, Lord, but I feel like a spring shut up. I feel like a fountain that is sealed. And what does next year look like, Lord? What do, what do you want me to do? And I started to kind of like, and I wasn't purposely beating myself down. I was like, Lord, I've, I, I, I can only go as far as you can take me and I can only go as far. And immediately I heard this word just come into my mind. You know, he does that when, when you read the word all the time, he will employ his own word. And I heard out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, hast thou ordained strength to still the enemy? and the Avenger. Oh, I know I can go into Strong's Concordance and I can look up what it means in the Greek lexicon and, and other kind of studies, but I thought, no, no, I don't want to do that. 
In other words, I believe with all my heart. I got up that morning and I looked at that word and I just know God was speaking to me. I know it. In other words, I could feel so strongly that he was saying, I'm not looking for a professor. I'm not looking for all knowing. I'm looking for babes and sucklings. Because a babe and a suckling is innocent. I'm looking for people like that. And I thought, Lord, I know I'm not alone. I prayed to him. I said, Lord, I know we're not alone. I'm not alone. We all want to give a word in due season. We all want to be able, Lord God, to be instant in season and out of season. But you know, the Lord really, really has been speaking to my heart. And I'm just going to share it right now. And it's personal, but this is what he said to me. And if this, if this falls in your soil and it begins to bloom, amen. If not, amen. But I felt like Jesus was not felt like I know in my heart, the Lord was saying to me, Joni, I'm not looking for a professor out of the mouth of babes and sucklings. Have I ordained strength? To steal the enemy and the avenger because the enemy is always accusing every one of the children of God that we don't know enough, that we didn't say it right, or we didn't, or we need to wait until we learn more. And I say, no, that's not what the word says. He said he ordained strength. And Jesus says, unless you be converted and become like little children, he said, you won't even see the kingdom of God. And you know, there's something about that purity and that innocence that I know God was showing me. You know, I saw in 12.7 of Psalms, I was reading in 12.7, it says, um, the word of the Lord is pure, like silver tried in the furnace of earth, purified seven times. And then immediately I thought of what it said in Revelation 3.18. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and I salve to anoint thine eyes, that thou mayest see. And I, I really thought about those two words, and I and I felt the Lord's, and I, and I, I heard his voice say to me, because I will be honest, sometimes I do have moments where I go, you know, I kind of, say things to myself, kind of maybe self-deprecating, like, oh, I wish I could explain better or um, be a better expositor of his word. But I felt like God was saying, who are you? Now, I felt like I heard his voice within saying, you are either serving me or you're serving man. And I know what he meant by that. Who are you looking at? Who are you comparing yourself with? Who are you wanting to sound like? You know what? I want to sound just who Jesus wants me to sound like. And I pray that will be your heart. And I pray this. That in this coming year as we approach it. That we will approach it with courage. That we will approach it with boldness. Not a yelling not a overtly screaming the word of God with a bullhorn. That never wins people. Christ, the Holy Spirit, can win over anybody he wants without any of us. 
But I felt like so strongly Jesus was telling me, I want you to be yourself and to never go beyond what you know. And I thought of those words of Psalm 131. This should be comforting you, okay? David said, Lord, my heart is not haughty, nor mine eyes lofty. Neither do I exercise myself in great matters, nor in things that are too high for me. Surely I have behaved and quieted myself as a child that is weaned of his mother. My soul is even as a weaned child. You know, I thought about how Isaac, you know, I thought about what really makes me happy. You know what really makes me happy? I'm just sharing today, okay? You know what really makes me happy? To get out in nature with God. You know, I was listening to a Spurgeon sermon. I think I said this a few videos ago. And he was saying, you know, after all the manuscripts I've read, after all the volumes of knowledgeable work, and it was all good, he said, but there is nothing greater than the volumes of nature. And he said, I went out and I saw the clouds and I saw his name written on the clouds. And I looked at the ocean and I saw his name written on the waves. I saw his name written on the skies. And I began to think, Jonas, his name written on you. Because one day you're going to go into a place, into a land, heaven land, where God's name will be written on your forehead. Because he knows you by name. And he knows you by name. And he will write his name upon you as well as the name of the new city and he will give you a new name i lay in bed this morning and i was thinking about all the way that all of us have come and i was thinking all the way that i came this year and as right before i got out of bed i heard those words follow me it was so simple. Follow me. And that encompassed all courage, all fortitude, all comfort, all love. Follow me. I think about Peter. God told, I said to him and his brother, follow me. And Peter did follow him. He followed him all the way, even into the palace of the high priest to see the end. And even in his about to deny Christ <laughs> moments, he followed him. And then one day, Jesus said to him three times, follow me, you know, feed my sheep. And then he followed him later into heaven. And that is Christ's way. Make sure you go his way. Make sure you follow Christ. That you listen to him. Because you know what? He's coming again. Do you believe it? I do. Because many of us all through the ages have been told to watch and pray, watch and pray, 
watch and pray. And those of us that watch, we've been watching the signs and we know he's coming again. And last thing, I was sitting in my devotions this morning in the dark, praying. And in that silent pause that I give in prayer, I had this thought, I this vision of seeing myself in a boat. And then I looked and I saw land. And as I saw land, the land was growing bigger and bigger and bigger as the boat that I was in was approaching it. And I believe that is what God wants us to see, at least me. Follow Jesus. Follow him. Follow him. And then follow him all the way into heavenland. God bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord give you comfort this year at this time. I know many of you are hurting. Many of you are afraid. Many of you are devastated even, have suffered many losses. But I say follow him. Jesus Christ is your comfort. And look for him. I think of uh, John the Revelator and John in, in uh, Revelation 4.1. He said, after this, I looked and a door was open in heaven. God's asking us to look that way. Follow him. I just encourage you in every sense of that way. It's going to make all the difference in your journey. Be aware of who or what you're following. It could make or break you. Follow Christ. Stay and remain in prayer with him in your heart. Do those things always that please him. Don't think that he's mad at you and he's ready to whip you down. He's there to lift you up. And you know what? He's going to make sure you get to heaven. He will make sure. He will make sure. So you make sure to follow him. Because who you follow is who you're listening to. Who you follow is what you become. Right? I mean, we take on what we follow. So follow Christ in your heart and be a babe and and be a suckling. Because God will ordain strength. He has already done it. And he will still the enemy and the avenger as long as you live here. Amen. All right. Well, God bless you. The Lord just give you a, a beautiful day. A beautiful holiday season. Until next time, Maranatha.